0: Let's go ahead and roll the opening. And we're back.
1: You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers, and I'm joined each week by Dave Redding, or Dread one of the co-founders of F3 Nation. We're going to answer your questions, pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet.
0: the portion of this
1: podcast, which is positive habit transfer. Indeed, which is Q
0: point. Q 2.4 in our. If you happen to be following along with our idiotic numbering system. Right, (laughs) that's in the second (laughs) quadrant, which is to live right. The statement for positive habit transfer is ingraining advantageous tendencies in others yes the socratics which are three thought-provoking questions are first can you learn to do things right from a man who does things wrong mm. second what is the purpose of building positive habits and third what is the purpose in passing positive habits onto others yes all right so first uh, a man cannot give away what he himself does not possess right that's the answer to the first question well if you don't have it in abundance right then you don't know how to get sure. anyway.
1: Yeah, right, it makes sense. You right. can't get pennies for me pretty if I tough, don't have. It. Pretty yeah. tough to do.
0: So that's why the get right precedes the live right. Right. You're not going to transfer a positive habit that you haven't developed. So quick habit. You know, mm-hmm. a quick word on habits. That's a regular tendency that is hard to give up. Yeah. Habits can be good, bad, or neutral. Right. Yeah. It's just a regular tendency, and by regular we mean periodic. Mm-hmm. So the habit of bl- blowing up on
1: facebook <laughs> you know right it's That's right that's a thing that's yeah. right it's regular right
0: yeah. all right so pot you know negative habits are those things that adversely affect people who are engaging them mm-hmm. you know, yourself or people around you neutrals are, are things that that don't have any effect and uh positive are those who have a that improve the circumstances right. right so if you take an example would be driving um not wearing your seatbelt would be a negative habit yeah or maybe d- even d- better texting while driving right yeah there you be go a that's one, definitely right? a negative habit. better one all right yeah. because you could argue that that uh, seatbelts only affects you. Now, neutral one, how about you and gum while you drive? Every time I get behind a wheel, I put a stick of Doubleman in, you know? Right. doesn't really obviously. affect anybody. No, Maybe it relaxes yeah. me a little bit. Right. It's not negative, right? Now, positive habit, uh, that's one that has a tendency to be advantageous to the individual or others. Yeah. You know, wearing a seatbelt is a positive habit. Yeah.
1: And well, it's certainly and, advantageous to you. Certainly. And yeah. one
0: which took me 20 years. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just... You put those signs on the road telling me what percentage of the population is. <laughs> like, and I wouldn't do it. You know, and my father-in-law broke me of that, uh, that after me? I had my first kid. He said, uh-huh. is it worth it to even mm. risk for a second being harmed so you can't take care of that child? He goes, unless you're thinking I'm going to do it for you. And I reached over and clicked it. Yeah. And I never unclicked it. Persuasive. So he persuasive guy, <laughs> good lawyer. All right. Through impact. The high-impact man helps other men discontinue their negative habits. Right? Mm-hmm. Take those negative habits and stop them. Minimize time spent on neutral habits because they're time wasters. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: There's nothing wrong right. with it, but but is it on a good, better, best sure. scale, or you, you exactly do
0: the, yeah. and initiates and ingrains positive habits. Mm-hmm. This is the positive habit transfer, right. right? And you can do it in any way that works for you. You know, so we're not really prescribing a particular way to do it.
1: Thank you. And we're also not prescribing particular habits necessarily. Like certain ones we, we do, right? Take care of your physical health, things like that. Sure. But we don't want guys to get too twisted up in the idea that, oh, they're telling me how to live.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. And some guys need a particular habit and some guys don't need a particular habit. Right. You know, whatever, whatever. we're not, getting, we're not going there. Yeah.
1: What, yeah, what we would say is right. if it's advantageous, virtuous, And virtuous, yeah, to you, right? Your your community, right?
0: And we're going to talk about virtue downstream Mm -hmm. a lot more, right? We haven't really talked about it that much yet, and part of the problem is virtue can be subjective, sure, and cause a lot of argument. What really setting the table for is how to be virtuous. What virtuous is is something we're going to take up later. We'll impact that for you. That's right. All right. So positive habits transfer, however you do it, really starts with influence. You know, that was the. A couple of cue points ago, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's igniting a palpable desire for movement in the heart of another man. You know, so you influence him. He sees something that you do and some way that you say it. Right. He's like, I want that.
1: Yeah. He goes, hmm, that makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. That's that's something that, that works. Now, that's why we say you got to have it to do <laughs> right, it. Right. You know, yeah. if we're running around saying it's a positive habit to work out every day to, but you don't, and you don't do it, well, not gonna get very far with it. Well right? you're
1: impossible to believe. That's right. That's yeah. why you
0: gotta get right first. Yeah.
1: You must. It's, right. it's that's integrity.
0: Right. Second thing is staying right. Mm-hmm. Because you know, a is is susceptible to backsliding into misalignment. We all are. And we all are. And once you do that, well, you come up with that bad witness for whatever virtue it is you're saying. You should develop this habit. It's like, well, you don't do it anymore. Well, that's a very solid point, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> but it got early. That's yeah. right. I know. Um, And, you know, best way to do that, and we're going to talk about it actually next week, is accountability. Mm -hmm. So the way I maintain uh, positive habits or try to uh, is really to turn it over to other people um, to a great extent. Now, I have these positive habits that I'm able to do without much help, but there's ones that I need a lot of help with, and we talked about it first. It's like I don't want to fall into this negative habit cycle of social media rage, you know. Right, Uh, right. And I have a lot of people around me to help me do that mm-hmm. uh, including yourself Franklin. Yep. you've helped me immeasurably in that all right now let's talk about the second spur which is that guardrails allow a man to accelerate without crashing yes so again acceleration you know is important moving faster every day mm-hmm. um, without something to rely upon you would become cumbersome and slow like, like, wow, I keep having these traffic accidents. Right. I take my car out of the garage, how can I eliminate them? Don't drive anymore. Right. Well, if you don't drive <laughs> anymore. one way. <laughs> and that's really the heart of sad right? Yeah. You know, you have a couple negative reactions. Oh, yeah. Reactions and, Bump into a couple things you know, and you're like, well, I guess it, I just won't try. And it's funny, I keep using this example. It's like, you know, out a little bit of a car accident when I try to explain pride mm-hmm. to teachers and a little bit of dust up, you know, well, I could... Not talking. You know the backside of me. It's Periodically, I will say that.
1: Yeah. I guess well, I just, that's it. We're shutting it down. Like, I, yeah. I say,
0: well, I'm going to be more careful about what I say. I was like, I can't be more careful about what I say. I just have to try harder to say the right things yeah. and say them better. But I, I can't, if I want to make omelets, I'm just going to have to accept there's going to be broken eggs and then be a man about it. Right. When somebody points out to me that I wounded them to say, well, tell me how. Right. And not get, you know, all you mm-hmm. goony, and I'm not going to play anymore. Getting off the, getting off the Twitter speed. That's right. You know?
1: I'm t- taking my ball and going home. I'm going
0: home because I can't handle it anymore. Right? Yeah. It doesn't do me any good. That's so, hard. Right. It's hard. Yeah. So the image we use for this, if you want to read about it in the synthesis, so I'll just describe it real quickly, is those TV commercials for BMWs or Mercedes, whatever, show you this German car mm-hmm. whipping through the countryside, you know, and there's no guardrails, nothing. The guy's right in the middle of the road. There's like right. six cars yep. behind him, you know. Right. You're like, wow, I want to drive like that. At the end of the commercial, it's like, Professional driver to close the course. Yeah. Don't try. Do this. not attempt. Do not attempt. Yeah. Well Of course, duh. Right. We are not professional drivers. Right. You know. No. We are amateurs in that sense, and we're also not on a closed course. I, saying, I can't close the course. Can't close the course. There's all sorts of people out in the road, and things are happening, and distractions that are happening all the time. I don't have a helmet, a pair of glo- driving gloves on. I'm driving in a real world, right.
1: man. You know. You know, and it's funny every time that you see it in the in the news or anything else when people try to close the course. It always goes poorly.
0: That's you know that's control, and we talk right. a lot about can't do it. The distinction between control and preparedness. I'll buy
1: my kids' way into sure. college, right?
0: That's right. Blew up, right? right? I'm going to get my kids into Yale, right? You know, I'm, I'm going to close it? the course. I'm going to close the course by pasting their face on some hockey right. player's body. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's right here. In yeah, the yearbook. That's right. Wait, that's wait. what happens without guardrails. Now, yeah. guardrails are constructed from positive habits. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you look at a real highway. There are going to be white lines and there's going mm-hmm. to be rumble strips, but in places that are particularly dangerous, like if you left the road, oh yeah, you'd leave the earth, right? right? <laughs> yeah. So, and you can have confidence in that if the road is wet or if you came around a corner and there was a pack of hungry poodles there and you didn't <laughs> want to run them down, <laughs> that you wouldn't die.
1: <laughs> That's, That's an a image silly. I needed. I don't no, know okay. why hungry
0: poodle. It's okay. It's there. So. Uh, yeah, so you that's that's yeah. that's why you construct these guardrails. They enable you to continue to accelerate and you right. know, so my guardrails of accountability and shared leadership team which I have with you guys mm-hmm. mean that I can continue to do what I'm doing now, which is to talk without notes, without planning. Right. It's going to go out on the, you know, and if I leave the road and bounce off a guardrail, that's I'm okay. I'm going to get back on the road and drive again. Yep. Hopefully a little bit more skillfully. We'll see. All right. Third spur through positive habit transfer we stand on the shoulders of giants yes we're not making this up as we go along no right the uh, little vignette in the synthesis is when i learned how to fly Mm -hmm. I had a very interesting flight instructor he's a funny guy and had a great teaching method um so the first day we go out to fly you know i've never flown before i tell him that you know he puts me in the Cockpit of the plane, and we right. trundle out to the end of the runway. We're at, this is at Fort Bragg. It was at the civilian field in Fort Bragg. So there's F-16s in the. I mean, right. It was a really professionals. Not only professionals, guys in the pattern at like 250 knots. I mean, it's like, oh yeah, yeah You know, yeah. I'm flying yeah. a plane that can't at top speed. Right. Can't. He's going 120 <laughs> miles an hour. So he taking off. He he didn't teach me anything about it. Yeah. I mean, literally got to the end of the runway, taught me how to keep the plane straight using the rudder. You know, your pedals. You could just steer with mm-hmm. your feet. And just pulls out the, the throttle. And we're before I knew when it, it took off. Yeah. You know, it took like 10 seconds. And he goes, that's how you take off. But well, he, had spent, wait, 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 he had spent 20 <laughs> minutes teaching me how to pre-flight. Yeah. Walking Check around the plane, the laminated mm-hmm. card, each step, you know. And I don't like the pre-flight. I just wanted to, you know, take off and fly. Right. And uh, one day I'm out there and I skipped a step or didn't do it fully. Mm-hmm. And he was standing there watching, didn't say a word. I get in the plane, and the key's not in the ignition. I'm like, I need the key. He's like, well, you gotta do the pre-flight. And I said, I did it. He goes, every step? And I'm like, sure, fine. Get back out, and I think, whatever it was, I was supposed to, t- I was supposed to touch the empennage, the back of it. I was supposed to touch it, and I didn't. I just looked at it. And uh, I went back, and I touched it. I got back in. Key's still not in it. I'm like, what's the deal? He goes, you gotta do the whole thing step by step. And I was mad, like <laughs> 100 degrees, right. Fort Bragg in July. <laughs> And, uh, well, and this
1: guy's trying to impose rules, and that's like, no oh, fun. No, I just and, thought he was being a jerk, yeah.
0: right? So I get back in the plane, you know, much in the same way you get mad at me sometimes. You know, I get back in the plane mm-hmm. uh, for the pod which so She just made eyes raised, you know, face. Mm-hmm. yeah, face. <laughs> yeah, get back in the plane, and uh, he gives me the key, and he says, "Why are you so mad?" And I said, "You didn't have to prove some kind of point to me. I would have, you know, I, I get it. So I, ske- I was just trying to go faster. Yeah. So said, I'm not trying to prove a point. I'm trying to teach you respect." Yeah. I said, I respect you. He goes, not respect for me, dummy. Respect for the dead. Like, Who are you talking about? He goes, every single thing on that card, on that yeah. checklist, is something a man died for you to learn. Right. right? And I, I, thought it just, it became yeah. clear to me that the checklist wasn't some drill. Those are things that killed people. Right. The reason why you have to to uh, run your hand along the elevator, that you know, part of empanage, it keeps you from. It's a little stick that gets stuck in there. Right. There could be a dead bug in there. You couldn't see it, and it won't work right. And you you would be in flight trying to, and you would pull back on the on the on the on the rudder You try to get the thing to, to raise or go down, and it wouldn't work. Yeah, because something was an obstruction was in it. A guy died for that, and I it came totally clear. Yeah, and I said, what the heck? I get it. What do you call that? And he said, positive habit transfer. This <laughs> is what my instructor taught me, and I I, right. I taught it to you. I, I t- passed it to you, and you'll never forget. I mean, and that's where I learned that idea. and it's a it is a way that a hymn transfers habits mm-hmm. to younger men. He learns them the hard way. They leave some kind of scar, and then he passes them to the younger guy, hopefully uh, without leaving the scar, right? Right right I And mean, if you insist you can have the scar <laughs> but how about taking this you sp-
1: can touch that stove as many yeah. times as you as like. many times as you yeah. like,
0: but how about how about taking this this piece of wisdom mm-hmm. you know uh, and it, that that might help you. yeah, avoid that. And if you insist, because, and I am this kind of guy, you got to make no, your own you. mistakes. Yep. You know, usually somebody tells me something, I won't listen to it. I make the mistake and I go, boom, the guy was right.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. You and know, you go, oh, I guess that's why he told me. Right. All those
0: things. You know, going all the way back to the front of the podcast, it took a lot of effort Yeah. for, for Mrs. Cox to convince me that school was worthwhile mm-hmm. and that I was playing a dangerous game with my future and that. I was not going to be happy at the consequence. Yeah. But she did convince me. Oh, yeah. She did convince Obviously. me. Obviously. Uh, well, I think so because, you know, I got out. I, I say got out. That was a fine town to live in. It just wasn't my destiny. Right. It wasn't where God wanted me to be. And if I was still there, my life would be dim- still different, whatever. It'd be fine. Be fine. Yeah. But that's not where that's, I was supposed that's to be. Not where you supposed to be. And because I was being a knucklehead, I was right. kind of stuck there, you know? And you, when you're a young guy, you have some knuckleheaded habits, right? Right. And you look at an old guy and you say, Ach, why are you doing all that?
1: Right. Right. You, know, you, you don't, don't understand, understand me. me. Right. You don't,
0: yeah. or whatever. But you know, now that I'm 55. Active adult. Active adult. I comb my hair, brush my teeth. I wash my feet more than once a week and I don't leave my fly undone. But I realize um. I am what I hated <laughs> when I was young. <laughs> Franklin. Yes, sir. You still got to face the radio.
1: <laughs> oh, dread. This is a podcast. It is. It is. Thanks for listening to 43 Feet, a leadership podcast. If you have questions about leadership, F3, or anything else, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com. Until next time, we'll be here in the unknown, the uncomfortable, the difficult, the 43 Feet Out Front.